Welcome to the Front Porch Talks podcast with Grayson Willis and Pastor Margaret Michael, where you'll hear inspiring stories that are filled with hope and good news in Jesus Christ. Welcome to today's broadcast of Front Porch Talks. I'm Grayson Willis. And I'm Margaret Michael. And uh, thank you for tuning in today. And today we're joined by Ashley Link. Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you all? I'm good. Thank you. And uh, Ashley's here to share with us her testimony today. And uh, Ashley, just start out telling us a little bit about where you're from and a little bit about how you grew up. Sure. Um, So I'm a native of northern, uh, western Rockingham County, grew up um, in outskirts of Broadway. Um, And so I've lived here my entire life and grew up uh, with my parents and my older brother. Um, And church was a part of life for us. And I'm grateful to my parents for instilling that in us from a really young age. It's great to hear that um, that foundation started early for you, Ashley. So what was it like as a little girl getting up and going to church? Um, Do you have memories that are distinct, memories that come to your mind right now about church as a a little one? Um, That's what we did. Um, we, it was never, it was never a question. It was never a thought. Um, we would get up and my mom would fix breakfast every Sunday morning and we would eat together as a family. Uh, my favorites were pancakes. Um, and we would go to church together every Sunday. And I was raised in a small brother in church, um, which was great in that you knew everybody. Um, and so we all either were related Um, or we went to school together. And so there were a lot of relationships that went beyond those four walls into just everyday life um, with people that we would see at school or beyond. And uh, some of my fondest memories, I think, are even just my life group. Um, Even as a young age, you know, um, child growing up, we were always active in that. And there were people who poured into my life, just the opportunities that we had to to go on camping trips together, or we would have youth Sunday every year. And as it would have, if you were a senior, um, whoever was the senior in that group had to speak on youth Sunday. And I was the unlucky one because I was the only senior that year. And so I had to speak um, in front of our church. And that was that was difficult, but it was beautiful at the same time because I was able to just, I prepared a message and I just spoke, um, you know, just from the heart with the help of those, uh, with my youth group leaders, as far as through that. And that was, that was a really powerful time. I remember just some good BBS stories and just all the different activities. Oh, we would also do, um, Easter eggs every year. So at Easter time, we would go up to the the school and the church and we would make a thousand Easter eggs um, and spend all weekend doing that. And those were just really fun memories that I have. Thank you for sharing that, Ashley. And you talked about, um, you know, growing up in the church and uh, brought back memories when you mentioned about mom making pancakes before church. Uh, I can relate to that. Uh, And you're talking about BBS and youth group and I believe we used to make some Easter eggs around here so I can uh, relate to all of that. Um, But uh, 
Maybe, is there a time where you remember making a specific decision personally for yourself where you said, you know, I want to surrender my life to Christ or whatever that looked like? Uh, you know, we say that for those of us that grew up in the church and that's all we ever remember, at what point maybe did your faith become your own? That's uh, an interesting question because as others have shared through their testimony, I feel like for me, when I look back, I'm not proud of this, but it was almost more of a nominal Christian perspective um, and way of life. So, yes, I went to church. Yes, I've always known God. Yes, I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior when I was about 15 years old. But I almost felt a pressure to do that. Um, and so it wasn't truly that I surrendered my life to God and let him have full control until I was probably in my mid-20s. And at that point, that's when I said, okay, Lord, I'm all in. You're it. What do you want um, for my life? How would you work in my life? And so there, I can't you know, even recall specifics of why that was so why it didn't happen earlier, but just, I remember that it wasn't until I was a, a mid 20 year old that I finally said, okay, Lord, you're mine. I'm yours. What would you have? And so, yeah, so it's, it's been a journey through that, um, that time and how he's really worked in my life since that time. I think that is the story of a lot of us. Um, we went through the motions. It was the right thing to do. It's, it's our parents' faith. And there's nothing wrong with our parents' faith. It's our parents' faith that helped bridge us until we're to that point, whether we're 20s or like I was about 30 before it really became real for me. And I'm grateful for the faith of our mothers and fathers because um, that is a gift that carried us and it that grounding and then when the time was right um it became your own so certainly it's a powerful it's a testimony to your parents and um just to the faithfulness of god in our lives with those he makes parents and children um it just amazes me agreed i'm i'm grateful for his grace um, and for his patience and his pursuit, because he was always there. I may not have been ready to commit for whatever the reason would have been, um, but he never he never gave up on the one. And through that, it's yeah, I'm grateful um, for his love. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, it just gives me a. I don't know, a fresh appreciation for the role of a parent and um, making sure that they get us where we need to be. And for those listening today that maybe are struggling with that, hey, it is worth, it is worth maybe the struggle to get through all the motions all the time, but it is it's worth it. Yeah. Um, your, your testament for that. Sure. Ashley, you talked about, you know, it wasn't until your mid-20s before you surrendered totally, you know, you said, Lord, I'm all in. Um, so uh, talk about the journey since then, kind of how, you know, the journey that God has taken you on and 
just things in your life that have really stuck out to you or maybe impacted you or uh, just anything that's had an impact on your life? I think it's um, as much as just being open to what his leading is. And that certainly is a continuation in that he, you know, he has called me um, to do different ministries, I felt like. But at the same time, like even when we say we're all in, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Um, And it doesn't mean that what I'm saying yes to. Um, I have found that at times I have said yes to a lot. But is that what he called me to? And so, for example, I found myself um, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, really praying and saying, Lord, what do you want? Because at that stage um, in our life, it was my husband and I, and we were both involved in a lot of different things um, and they were all good things. But I found myself being weary and tired um, and we had gotten to a point where we were only spending maybe one or two meals a week together. And it was just, it was part of the race and it was part of what we were doing, but I was just, I was getting tired of that. And so I finally, I don't know why, but my heart kind of shifted and I said, Lord, what would you have for me to do? What do you want me to be involved in? How can I serve for you? Um, And he opened some doors and he shut some doors and it was, it was difficult, those that he shut, because I really felt passionate about some of those areas. But it was truly just opening myself and saying, okay, Lord, where would you have me? Um, and that and that's ministry through church. That's not necessarily my job, even though I pray that. I'll, I'll ask the Lord, you know, where would you have for me to serve? Where would you have for me to work? And I'm always a little hesitant when I say that because I'm like, okay, where are you going to call me? <laughs> I'm comfortable where I'm at. Please don't call me somewhere different. Uh, but being just open to that leading as far as, Lord, what does that look like? Right. Well, Ashley, you were talking about uh, you and your husband being involved in ministry and how God kind of opened some doors and closed some doors. And uh, certainly if we're attuned to his will in our life and we want his will for our life, he'll do that for us. So if you want to just talk about some of the doors ministry-wise that he has opened for you all. Yeah, that's, you know, that I kind of get to ride along with my husband on this journey of life. And that's a, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, But one of the ways he's kind of opened is that, you know, a few years ago, part of Jared's story um, that he can share and has shared at different times is the call to ministry. And so we didn't necessarily know what that would look like, but just this is we're in um, for that journey. And it is certainly a journey that takes time and, to always to remain present in the present um, because we may feel like we're still and that things aren't happening, but to, to just remain present where God has called us. Um, and so over this past year, we've just really just tried to lean in and I find myself more obviously in a supportive role for that and a, a prayerful role for that as far as um just for God to continue to, to speak wisdom into Jared's heart um, for vision, but then also for our obedience to whatever that call may be. 
And so obviously within the past year, he's um, called us to, to be part of the East Rock Point um, church campus. And we're excited about that. And I'm, have found myself even wondering how, how will that impact me even that, in that, um, in what way can I be a part of this? And so, um, though God hasn't necessarily revealed that specifically to me yet, but I'm looking forward to the opportunity to continue ministry, um, in that way, in that supportive way for him. Ashley, you were talking about how over the last year or so, uh, that you and your husband, Jared, had been, well, first of all, he's answered a call to ministry that God's put on his life. Um, but, you know, it takes a support system. You know, if God's called him into ministry, he's also called you uh, into ministry, uh, maybe in a little different aspect, but definitely as a support to Jared. And uh, so uh, I don't know if you want to talk about that journey at all. Um, that you guys have been on over the last year, uh, and I know also um, about your family that you guys have had some things going on in the last year that uh, you know, maybe you would like to share some of that also. Sure. So in the same um, prayer and, and leading of God as far as opening some doors but also closing some doors, um we were blessed to, to welcome a little one um, into our home last October. And so our daughter, Eliza, was born um, the end of October of last year. Um, and it was, a, it was a tender year for our family. Um, we both lost grandfathers um, in that time frame um, when I was 10 weeks pregnant. And then about 18 days before she was born, um, we lost our grandfathers. And so that was... That those were tender, tender seasons. Um, and you don't, you don't understand necessarily why um, God's plan is for that. Um, but we have trusted and we have, she has brought such joy um, to our families and that even in the, the tender seasons of the holidays that, you know, they, they were they were something to look forward to that in the midst of um some grief and some loss that there was also joy there um and so she has she has really brought that and um to our families and so we we've been blessed with her and she's almost seven months old and so that's really hard to believe um that it we've we've had seven good um, sometimes difficult, but good months um, with her in our lives. And so I think God used that time to kind of change my heart to slow down um, because he knew that this gift was going to be coming. Um, I didn't know. We didn't know that we were pregnant at the time, but God knew that she would be coming. And so he really used those those months to slow my heart um and just the physical body down um, to prepare for that because it's certainly your your mission shifts, right? And so for oh, many years, um, it was kind of about serving others and how to be involved with that and other people's children. And it was all things that I love dearly. And then he kind of shifted that perspective and said, okay, I need you to be ready 
to care for and love your own child in that same way. And so that that's what I've really seen God working even in the last several months um, with the pandemic and just circumstances around. I've had to say, Lord, what is what is my purpose? What is what am I what is my mission? Um, because I feel like I have got so caught up into going and doing and, you know, didn't how, how do you just keep that going? Because I wanted to to be active and to do and to serve. But he's really, even in the last week or two, showed me that my mission at this point is Eliza um, and caring for her and being able to help her grow and to develop. Um, and so it's been, it's been beautiful. I feel like I've wasted some time and that's really hard for me um, because I didn't see it from the beginning. And so it's like, what time have I lost just going through the motions where now I savor these moments, obviously a little bit more. It's amazing how um, God is so gracious to us. Yeah. Uh, when we don't understand and we don't have all the answers, um, we can be assured that he knows the plan. Um, so often in the days that we've been in with the pandemic, I've said, you know, I know God's not up there wringing his hands. When we're to do it. He has it. Um, he, it's, he's Certainly. in control. Um, and I remember some of those days when you were feeling like pulling back, and I know that was hard. Obedience yeah. is never easy. Um, it, obedience doesn't seem to come real natural for us. We're doers, and when it's to pull back and to um, to just be. Um, you may feel like you've wasted some days, but man, you have gained a lot in learning the lessons early. Um, yeah. And that's, that's just a gift that you always have. Absolutely. That's what I said from the beginning of this. Um, so I work through the school system. And so obviously when school shut down on March 13th, then my, my job, my role looked very, very different. Um, and I said, you know, even from that time, I believed it, that it was such a it was a blessing in the midst of it all to be able to be home um, with her work. But I didn't I, I said it and I believed it, but I didn't necessarily enact it um, and do it. And so it's 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 been um, it's been a different way for me to look at it in the last couple of weeks of just finding pure joy in that instead of wishing I could be somewhere else or, or be helping and serving somewhere else that just being able to serve in my own home um, is where God is calling me right now. You know, actually that is um, so grateful. I'm glad that you're sharing that because um, right now we've, we've been over the last couple of months at home and it's not always been easy and, you know, I think of all the parents that are homeschooling, and um, I think it's good to hear parents say, "You know, I had to have a, I had to have a shift in how I thought, and yeah. just to realize the calling that you have as a parent, how important that is." Um, I think about the how your parents, um, there were some things they instilled, and. Um, mm -hmm. And now in your generation, there's something that God is calling you to. 
Um, and he is, um, I think our first mission field is our home. So I think that your words today will um, resonate on the hearts of many as they listen. And it may be things that can encourage them. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's good. Absolutely. I've always been someone who um, might have words for others, but don't necessarily take them to heart myself um, in that or um, saturate in that. So I have, you know, talked a lot with just other parents and um, other new mamas and just said, you know, give yourself grace in this time. Like it's grace upon grace that if you're not able to get all the homework done or it was a hard day, like tomorrow is a new day. Um, And I've said it and I believe it but I'm starting to do it myself. Um, and so there, there's been a lot of lessons in these last couple months that the Lord has, has really taught me um, through all of this. Lastly, as you were talking, I was thinking about how, and a lot of us do this, you know, we try to encourage others, but when it comes to ourselves, we don't think about the things we're sharing about the Lord to others to encourage them. And, we think about those words and think, well, God feels the same way about us. That's, a, that's just a great encouragement. And uh, you were talking about lessons that the Lord has taught you during this time of being at home. And uh, I don't know if maybe you want to share any of those lessons that he's taught you. So I think the Lord has really shown me in this season is the simple blessings um, each day that Sometimes that I can get caught up in the routine and the mundane and just feeling like I'm going through the motions, but truly trying to um, not only honor him, but find joy in the simple blessings that he has given us um, from our basic necessities to slowing down. Um, we have slowed down a lot in this last several months because of Eliza that she's kind of caused us to to kind of. Uh, walk slower than I have in the past, but truly just to to enjoy time at home. Um, as much as you're going stir crazy at times, there is a there is a reason and a purpose for this time. And so I think for me, just trying to each day, like, okay, Lord, what would you have for me today? Like, what am I supposed to hear today? Um, and so you just, you take it one day at a time. And if it wasn't a great day, then you have tomorrow. And you know that his, uh, as Louis Giglio says, like his mercies will shovel out upon you um, in the morning. And so you start afresh. And so I've really um, been grateful for the opportunity to slow down Um even more so, even though, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm ready for it to pick back up a little bit. <laughs> I'm ready for a little bit of routine and some type of semblance of normal, whatever normal looks like. But to just be grateful um, for each day, for health, for family, for technology, even to just be able to connect with people on a different level. You know, obviously we can't be together in person, but to just see faces through a screen um, has done wonders for my heart. Um, it's just a way to connect with others. You know, in, the, in what you were sharing, um, 
just that things aren't mundane like they could be if we're doing it with our head. You know, there is, it is such a long way from our head to our heart, isn't it? Like it just takes some time um, to get into that place where we're understanding and we can't even understand the fullness of it, but as much as we can understand having like God has placed people in our life for us to love and to have a relationship with. Um, and to not just go through the motions, but to love them with all of our heart in the, as we do that. And I was just, as you were talking, I was thinking about um, God as he uh, created each one of us. He didn't just create us and take care of us because his job. He created us and he loves us and he cares for us because he's, he is love. Yes. That lives in us. Um, and that's the whole purpose for our existence is to love. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just really precious for me to hear how God is working um, through a baby to even teach you deeper lessons. Mm -hmm. um, someone who has worked with children for many years. Yeah. Right? Like, um, he we could always learn and um, God is always willing to show us, but it takes us leaning in and having that time with them. Sure. Ashley, uh, just in uh, the final few moments we have today, just anything else uh, that you would like to share uh, that's important to your testimony or even what we're going through right now and, you know, what... Uh, God might be speaking to you or anything you might want to share with anybody uh, that's listening today to encourage them uh, just in the final few moments. Sure. Um, I am not one that's able to to necessarily provide insight for each person because we're all um, facing a, a unique challenge um, in this time. But again, to allow yourself grace um, to know that you can do this, that God is with you, um, that if he calls you to it, he will see you through it, um, to be present where you are, even if it's not where you want to be, that God is, he is in the waiting, um, that those song lyrics just get me every time that he's in the waiting, he's in the waiting because that waiting may be years, um, but he is there right beside us, uh, walking with us through that, holding our hand, um, encouraging us, loving us through that time. Uh, so I would simply just, he's here, he's with us. Um, a scripture that was in part of a devotional, I read um, a lot of Bob Goff and he just, he speaks such truth and hope and he really challenges me um, with the way that he, loves everyone i mean truly everyone and so um, this is matthew 5 14 through 16 and it says you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl um, instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. 
And so what I would say is in my challenge to myself is to be light, um, to be light, to shine so that people may look at me and say, what, it, what does she have? Um, I often find myself praying like, Lord, give me your eyes, give me your heart, give me your ears, give me your hands, give me your feet. Like I, I want to, to be a servant, um, to show his light to others. And so I, I certainly don't always achieve that and have a ways to go. But that is, that is my heart's prayer is that I would not be dimmed, um, but would be a light so that others can see Christ through me. Amen. Good word, Ashley. Thank you for that encouragement. And uh, thank you for joining us today on Prop Porch Talks. It's been good to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Prop Porch Talks. I pray that Ashley Link's testimony has got a half hour of hope for your life. May God bless. Thanks for listening to today's podcast of Front Porch Talks. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe for updates and the latest episodes. Also, if you're in the Harrisonburg, Rockingham County area, we invite you to listen on the radio each Sunday at noon on 1470 AM or 102.1 FM WBTX.